Welcome to the Leading Hope Podcast with Kevin Jack. Your influence will lead people somewhere, lead them towards hope. Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Hey, leaders. Welcome to Leading Hope. Uh, I am excited to be here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. My name is VJ Williams, and uh, we're so excited that you guys are joining us today. Uh, If you haven't shared this already, now's the time to do that. Bring more people into the conversation. Uh, We release a new episode every Wednesday, so if uh, you'd like to do that, now would be a great time. Also, subscribe, rate, and review. You will not believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders like you. And uh, hey, uh, we're also on YouTube, so if you prefer to watch there, you can do that or share from there as well, which is also exciting. If you have a question uh, after Kevin gives us all the great content that he's going to give us, all the stuff, make sure you throw that in the chat and we'll get to those later. But today we are in episode 81 of our series we're calling Followership, which is also the word that you made up, which I love. Yeah. Uh, So we're still going to continue that series. But today, Kevin, episode 81, you've titled Eliminate MVPs with Losing Records. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) This is the longest title for a podcast episode ever. I'm coming in hot. Hey, do you want to talk about June at all? The plan for June and then July and kicking it back up? Or you want to hit that at the end? Well, I think you kind of have to now that you brought it up. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, June, uh, we are going to... uh, Kevin's tired. No, I'm just joking. Um, (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, we're We're going to take a short recess... Um, as they say in the courtroom, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna take the month of June off, but it's also gonna give us some opportunities to really kind of hone in some more leadership content that we want to be able to provide to to our hope teams and to other leaders uh, in other churches. So we're gonna take that time off to redo that. We're also gonna have a new set, um, so that's gonna be exciting. So there's a lot of cool things that we're gonna be able to do in those four weeks off. So take the break with us. Right? We want you to take the break with us. Coming back in July. And we're coming back in July. We're coming in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. (laughs) All right, Kevin. So today we're talking about eliminating MVPs with losing record. MVP, most valuable player. And the truth is, is that no one ever wins MVP with a losing record. Uh, The NBA is about to announce near future i don't know when they announce mvps at the end of the year but it's always this debate of like the hey this person has the best stats but their team was terrible so they're obviously not the mvp because they didn't make their team that much better that that okay my good that's right good that's that's an exciting topic we can get into who i actually (laughs) we think is the mvp (laughs) later on but we're in this series on followership because part of leadership is followership the best leaders actually make the best followers that's a common idea that just makes no sense to go well, I'm not a follower I'm a leader no like good leaders know what it takes to follow well and so we have so emphasized leading well that most of us have no idea how to follow well so in this series we want to teach you how to teach healthy followership not just teach you followership but teach you how to teach a healthy followership so this is the aspect of followership that we're focusing in on today good followers strive to gain influence which comes from personal contribution to the team goal good followers strive to gain influence which comes from personal contribution to the team goal not from personal contribution to the personal goal 
not from just the team accomplishing its goal, but from their contribution to the team goal. They strive to gain that influence, that respect from their peers, that voice matters, that their presence in the room matters from personal contribution to the team goal. I've hopefully said that enough that that's said in there. And so this is what I have in my notes that we'll put in the show notes on here. The only thing worse than someone who doesn't make a contribution is the person who values a personal win even if it comes with a team loss. The only thing worse than someone who isn't actually making a contribution, the only thing worse than the lazy person who just barely shows up, leaves early, does really nothing while they're there, uses work time to just update their social media at work again, whatever that is, is the person who is willing to allow the team to lose so that they can win. They value what they are doing and what they can see more than what we're all doing. And the reason why that is worse is because all of a sudden it creates competing visions, competing agendas. It does not foster any sense of teamwork, cooperation. Here's my guess is as soon as I'm naming that, you probably have a picture in your mind of someone that you've worked with someone you've been on a team with. Maybe you have to go all the way back to like elementary school and you had a person on your team, they would take every single shot in the basketball game. They did not care what the final score was because they would tell you how many points they scored. (laughs) They didn't matter what was going on as a whole. They didn't care about the win. They cared about their win. And you know how demotivating that is to a team. You know how like how frustrated you are. You don't even want to show up to play the game. And that is why someone who cares about a personal win more than a team win is worse than the person who doesn't make any contribution whatsoever. And the reality is that same aspect that lives in the sports world that you remember when you were kids still lives in most of our organizations today. There are people who go, I don't care how this affects all of us. I want to I want to get it done. I don't care how this impacts everyone else. I want people to think that I'm doing a good job. They'll take a team loss if it comes with a personal win. And so what they are is they are an MVP with a losing record. So I want to talk about how do you how do you eliminate that? And the most common thing that organizations do is they try to tie compensation to team goals. And here's the, there's just some concerning pieces of that. And V, I know you've worked in an organization that does that. That's accurate. Yep. Like bonuses, end of the year, all that stuff. Yep. Bonuses that you like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> so, if you don't like a bonus, put it in the chat. <laughs> if you don't like a bonus, put it in the chat. I just want to see. <laughs> yeah, oh. I was just saying, way to, way to up our comments on social <laughs> media you. and everything Thank else. No one said anything. So here's Ooh. just the, here's just the, here this says, I am, very much in favor of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only things is it can create animosity if the boss does not adequately deal with underperforming members of the team. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Have you experienced that? Absolutely. Just out of curiosity. Absolutely. Okay. We have, a, we, but we have systems for that. Well, okay. Yeah. That's another thing yep. for another day. Great. Right. Fantastic. Uh, the only other piece on there is just to go, you might be in an organization in which that doesn't really work. Right. Like in which that's much harder to do to say, oh right. yeah, we all get this when we accomplish together. Yeah. Like church world, I don't even know what that would be. Right. Yeah. 
Like, and I don't, I don't have any way in which you do that, in which it would have any sense, like, to go, what are we going to do to go, well, if you have this many baptisms come from your department, you get a bonus. Like, oh, ridiculous. no, that feels icky. I don't. It's ridiculous. I don't, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So we're acknowledging that that may not work. So here's, I want to give you another way to foster this in your team. And so there's just a couple steps on this that are, that are really, really practical because you don't want MVPs with losing records. And so here's how you foster that idea of a follower who wants to gain influence, which comes from personal contribution to the team goals. And so it's two real simple steps. First off, you need to clarify for your team what is celebrated. Oh, that's good. You need to make it oh so clear. This is what we celebrate above everything else. So as a church, we've clarified, hey, baptism is what we celebrate above everything else. But the piece within there is that we say we celebrate stories of personal transformation above everything else. People who have found life in Christ, people who were accepted, found belonging, found helpful next steps through our ministries, and in all of these things found Jesus. So like every Monday with our team, we celebrate. And I, I'd say to our team, I say there's three tiers of celebration. Tier one is personal transformation stories. This is what we want to hear more than anything else. Tier three is the activities that we were a part of that went well. And then I say tier two is just goofy stuff that happens because I want to hear those stories because those are always fun. But I want to make it clear, hey, this is the actual order of what matters most. So you clarify for your team what you celebrate, then you let your team celebrate it for each other. This is so important. It's not just you who says, you did this, you did this, this happening yours, that's a good job because then the praise is tied to the leader and you're not creating that healthy ownership of the team as a whole, which is important for followership. The team needs to celebrate it. Sometimes you need to celebrate it to set that pace. But the best things happen is when your team is going, well, you did this and you did this and this person did this and this was powerful. And when you did this, it made a difference. And I saw you track through like, yeah, we're celebrating this person's story, but you had a hand in it and you had it. And when you did this in their life, that made a difference. Obviously, my examples are heavy, heavy on the church side. And so you can put this back in whatever your realm, sphere, experiences, wherever you lead is. But these are the pieces. You clarify for your team what you celebrate, and then you let your team celebrate it in each other. So when you do this, you create a dynamic in which people strive for influence on the things that matter most. You're already clear, we're not celebrating things that come with a team loss. I don't care what you did that was great if we all lose because of it. Yeah. And so we're saying, hey, this is what matters most. And then you let them celebrate it for each other. So a couple notes, the behaviors that are celebrated become the model for the future. What's rewarded is repeated. What's rewarded is repeated. If the only affirmation, if affirmation only comes from you, you'll create unhealthy competition. So you need your team to celebrate each other, but they need to celebrate the right things. And I, I clarify this all the time for our team. And it's because it always needs clarified no matter where you are. If we're not constantly reminded what the win is, what matters most, what we value above all else, we will over time drift from what the stated goal is and we will just interpret a win for ourselves. And all of a sudden, we're spending time on things that don't matter. We're 
obsessed with things that don't really make a difference because everyone is defining a win for themselves. No, you define it for the team and then you let them celebrate it in each other. So the ideas on this whole thing is to go, if you don't have good followers, it's because you haven't led them to follow well. And so we want to create an environment in which we can teach people, help people to follow well. V, what do you want to jump into? Great topic today. Uh, I love this one. Uh, first of all, Chris A. Martin says, will the bonus put me in a higher tax bracket? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just uh, recognized. That's funny. Um, but seriously, though, moving moving into the questions that here, one of the things you said right away uh, was good followers strive to gain influence, which comes from personal contribution to the team, yeah. team goal, right? And so, in other words, how are you helping the team win? Absolutely. Talk more about that. I think you need to go a little bit longer on that and specifically why it matters that we're not celebrating you solely as an individual when the vision is for the entire organization. Oh, that's good. And I think it's the I think it's just the overall idea is to go we we know this. The team matters more than the player. Like anyone who's ever coached anything understands this entirely. The team matters more than the player. You need every player to do what is best for the team in order for the team to win. And then all of a sudden, the team is greater than just the collection of its players. Yeah. And yet the way in which we do affirmation, celebration, rewards, bonuses, all these other things celebrates the player over the team. Yeah. And so you have to find a way to go, no, 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 the team matters more. Where we are all headed matters more than where you're headed individually. Yeah, and we've talked at, at, at length in some of the other podcast episodes about why that matters, right? Because we can go fast yep. by ourselves, but far with each other. Yep. And uh, I think that's the, the hardest thing because a lot of us uh, feel like we're leading well, and sometimes we are. And sometimes we're not right. I've, yeah. I've, I've, oh no, that's good. I mean, that's what that's that's just the realization. Um, I think that's what good leaders do is recognize yeah. when they are doing what they're doing well and when they're not. But at the end of the day, uh, our our call is to make sure that we're including as many people as we can in in what we're doing. And I, I think one of the things within here, and this may be like. My hope was for this content that for most people, this is an easy plug and play. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, here's the practice. Go for it. This is how to do it. Yeah. The the like background, the things that might need deconstructed in our thoughts yeah. is you may have been thinking that you were hiring a team of all stars. Yeah. 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 And to go, yeah, yeah. if that's your thought, you're already working against yourself on this. Yes. Because you're valuing the individual over the team. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's good. Uh, let's just keep it right here for a couple more minutes. Um, uh, I just had this other thought. It says, I put, when personal wins are taking up the majority of the conversation on the team, there is an issue with the vision. Yes. Um, so with that in mind, you talked about uh, the kids. Um, we'll just use the sports, right? The kids that are saying, man, we lost by 15, but I scored 30, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or you ask them, you go, how'd you guys do? I had 20. Yeah. No, how would you guys do? And that's that's a uh, that's that's even more of 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 the culture. Yeah. Right. Celebrating yes. individuals. It's what we put on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, it's what we put on our social media Instagrams. Yeah. We celebrating individuals. Look what yep. I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. Instead of hey, look what our family did. This is what we did together. This was important. Why yep. it was important. But the other part of that is that that there's something wrong in the organization when the water cooler talk. <laughs> 
is, hey, I did this this weekend. Yep. Or I did I did this. You know, when you actually had a team of people helping you do it. Uh, just to contextualize real quickly, the I did this this weekend is farm work church talk because uh, we work really heavy on the weekends. <laughs> Some would say we only work on the weekends, but <laughs> <laughs> we work really. This is not like a I did this on the weekend water cooler talk. But, like we don't go out boating. Yeah. We're working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like boating. Uh, I don't have a boat. Uh, but hey, check this out. Talk more about that, man. Uh, talk about that. That, uh, that that that's a good indicator when conversations uh, are more about that individual. I scored twenty, we lost by yeah. fifteen, uh, and they're not celebrating the team. Uh, so let me all right. Let me jump into the like organizationally with adults. Yeah. Honestly, this is a little easier. Here's my greatest struggle right now: is that with my kids? Yes, absolutely. And so my greater struggle is to go like, oh, this was left out. It's theirs. Why is this room a mess? They did it. And so we're going through this thing and my kids are celebrating what they did on their own rather than where we are as a family. Yeah. So this yep. is where this is becoming complex yep. is I'm trying to, I don't, I don't have, I don't, good. they don't get bonuses at the end of the year. No. What am I going to do? Fire them? <laughs> like to go, like, sorry, I, I fire employees because they're the not living the up to standards. Farm, but, uh, like, yeah, farm team. you go live with them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, these are these are terrible jokes that should not yeah, be made. If we no. weren't live, we would have already edited this yeah, out. But, but to go, this becomes the real complexity, and I think where it fits for all of us in leadership is to go, all of us want groups to care more about the group and yeah. where what we're all doing than just themselves. Yeah. Than just themselves. Yeah. And so much of what we do breeds a selfishness, breeds a narcissism deep within us. And so to figure out you need to care about the whole more than just you is really hard. That's it. I agree 100%. The other thing that we talked about, um, actually that you talked about, is uh, the behaviors that are celebrated become the model for the future. I have a, just a note here. I said the team needs to celebrate it is what you said. Yeah. The team needs to celebrate it. Forced celebration doesn't work. The team needs to believe it's a win as much or more than the leader. Oh, that's a good note. Yeah, and so talk more about why that's important because um, we will get in. We uh, we are we are uh, we use the word blessed to, to be in our positions to be able yeah. to do what we're able to do. Uh, this whole church is yeah. at this point in time. Um, when we get to the point where we like someone got baptized, great, it was awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when we get to that part, what are we needing to know that we're not celebrating as a team as much as the leader is or where we need to actually celebrate and, and why that's important? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Um, so uh, you said the team needs to celebrate it. So the biggest piece we're not that trying you're hitting to force, on is... We don't want to force yeah. celebrate it, but celebration is such an important part of this Can dynamic. I be, so I, I think here's the thing where I'd is to go, we're not trying to force celebration. But right. it is, but it is discipline to celebrate what you can easily view as common. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we celebrate the exceptional, and to go, there are things in the ordinary that are still amazing. And so you go, oh, the celebration is forced, and to go, no, right. We're just disciplining ourselves to see things as if it was the first That's time. That's great. And so to go, you could go, oh, you're forcing it, right? Uh, to be blunt, don't care. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. If we have to force it to stay amazed at what is actually amazing, I don't know. I'll say it like this: went to the Grand Canyon. First look, whoa! After twenty minutes, I was like, <laughs> "All right, it's a big hole." 
Let's go. <laughs> and you go, no, it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. That's Don't exactly get right. used to what's amazing that quickly. Yeah, and I think that's the tendency too, right? Yeah. Is we we believe that hey, we already we've seen this before. Yeah, and we're gonna see it again. Yeah. And we're lucky to do that and blessed to do that. I think a really hard thing to call out is to go at times, uh, we uh, success creates entitlement. Yeah. And no one wants to hear that they're entitled. It's always the next generation that's entitled, <laughs> never us. Yeah. And yeah. they go, no, no, you may have just lived in success so long. If you're unwilling to celebrate what is actually a wing, you're really entitled. Yeah. And that needs called out. Yeah. And in, in the title MVP can be something to be celebrated within the context of the team. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's where we'll leave it there. Episode 81, Kevin. Wrap it up. Eliminate MVPs with losing records. Yeah, it's just this idea. Your team needs to evaluate the team more than the player. And the way that you do that is you show them what is celebrated, and then you let them celebrate it and continuously raise the value of celebrating it in each other more than anything else. That's awesome. That's where we'll leave it. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast, it would mean the world to us if you subscribed right now. Also, rate and review. You can go to any of the podcast platforms to do that. Uh, just put a little note in there, actually. That helps us get this into the hands of so many more leaders like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life. If you have a story, visit Leading Hope. Dot online and click that link that's in the homepage. Uh, we just want to hear from you. It's so exciting to hear all the stories of how you guys are leading people. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.